Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Joining us now from Locked On Raiders is your boy Q. Your boy Q, what's going on? Hey, how you guys doing? I appreciate you guys having me on this afternoon. For sure. So, what's what's up in, in Raiderland with Josh McDaniels and the slow start they got off to? You know, there's a lot of questions when it comes to Coach McDaniels and the the vision of the team as as they went out and made the move for Devontae Adams in the offseason. So, the expectations here in Las Vegas was very high that the team was going to come out, the offense was going to be clicking on all cylinders, and everything was going to be super competitive in the AFC West, and it's been pretty much everything but that, right? I mean, it's been a lot of uh, question marks about uh, how to get this offense going. You know, Darren Waller's been banged up. Hunter Redfro missed a couple games. Offense didn't look like it was all on the same page. And now they're starting to gel a little bit with Josh Jacobs leading the charge. So uh, I think there's still a growing process. I think that the team is still fired up and they believe in him, though. Uh, from everything that I see when I talk to them and I'm in the locker room or at media sessions, they all seem – they're still in lockstep with coach, but they're just waiting to, you know, see the, the results of the process that they're going through right now. You know, uh, Q, the way I look at it, what they're doing offensively, and I'm a Derek Carr fan, uh, is that uh, it's all about Josh Jacobs. Uh, I'm looking at now, maybe you might say, well, it was the Texans, but he rushed for 143 yards, three second-half touchdowns. The reason why I, I bring that up, you look, uh, they dominated Texas after, ha- after halftime, outscoring them 28-10. to 10. And then uh, Jake was able to get 98 yards on the ground. And when you look at that, and then you look at uh, the body of work with Derek Carr, 21 of 27, 241 yards. It's not like, uh, you know, it's very serviceable. Uh, that's yeah. uh, that's accurate with the football. Not only one touchdown. But uh, that's what I'm telling you. Uh, first things first. The Saints to win this game, they cannot let Josh Jacobs get off because if he does, Derek Carr will have success. Exactly, and that's really the balance that this Raiders team is looking for moving forward is is what you've been mentioning. You know, Josh Jacobs run the rock and Derek Carr do what he's been doing, and obviously they have the weapons, right? If all these guys are out there and they're healthy, I mean, you got Devontae Adams, Darren Waller, and Hunter Renfro, 
that's a nasty combination right there just from the receiving core. And then you have Josh Jacobs as well. And, you know, I don't think that they really knew how to use the weapons when the season started. I don't think that they could figure out that Josh Jacobs was that bell cow. I don't know if that's what they were really married to. Like they wanted to have it be a, a run first team. But here we are, right? It's been seven weeks now as far as, uh, you know, the, the NFL season. And I think that we kind of know how the Raiders are going to butter their bread this season. That's by way of Josh Jacobs. So it's going to be interesting to see how things shape up and how they continue to evolve and if he can continue to be the bell cow that he's been. He's got six touchdowns in three games, and he's really given them a chance to win each and every one, and they've won two out of three. Now, uh, you know, Q, I wanted to ask someone uh, that actually, uh, you know, in the know, and uh, knowing what's happening, uh, I look at that game October the 10th. Uh, that, that was uh, at Kansas City uh, on Monday night. They're right there. They're playing highly competitive. And you got Devontae Adams and Henry, Hunter Renfro. You can't be freaking running into each other at the end. So no. I, I look at, to me, uh, Devontae Adams, you got to get off the line of scrimmage. You can't get jammed. So did they did they talk about what occurred there? Uh, because uh, I think it could have been wide open. But what happened on that play? You cannot have that on the caliber player of a Hunter Renfro and Devontae Adams. No, you really can't. And, you know, it's funny. There's so many different theories. You know, I've talked to Hall of Famer Tim Brown. I talked to him on my radio show and asked him about that play. And he said that that was uh, error on Devontae Adams' part, that he was supposed to, you know, as you mentioned, get off of the line of scrimmage yes. and then get to the outside. And Hunter was actually the design uh, receiver on that play. And then others have said that that was on Hunter. And I'll say this, as a guy who's never played the NFL game, I can say this. That's not the first time that there's been a spacing issue when it comes to the Raiders and their offense uh, against the Chargers. No, against the Titans, excuse me, in week uh, in week three of the NFL season. Devontae Adams and Darren Waller were both in the back of the end zone, and Devontae Adams was actually out of the end zone, and Darren Waller was running right in front of him. So I think that's just some of the confusion, the not quite knowing what they're supposed to be doing as this is Josh McDaniels' offense, and they're still right. learning the scheme. I feel like they were just they just off, and they're still trying to pick it up. And unfortunately, you have those kind of growing pains. But you're right; with those caliber guys, they can't be running into each other and having mistakes like that. It's, it's too critical. Now, now uh, Q, uh, when I look on the defensive side, uh, to me, he was starting for every team. I think his effort; he's dominant. I want you to comment on Max Crosby, and mm-hmm. then uh, Chandler Jones. I'm also a fan of his. I guess he's been uh, very close, but not quite uh, finishing the deal. I mean, is he uh, maybe underachieved? Because you look at the basically uh, whether he was in a Patriots or Cardinals uniform, now in a Raiders uniform, but particularly in the Patriots and the Cardinals, he was amongst the best of the best in the conversation as far as production in the top three. But where are they at Like uh, with the influential type players like a Chandler Jones? And I think Max Crosby has been dominant. Yeah, Max Crosby's been everything that he was, uh, you know, uh, set out to be, right? I mean, that guy has been great, and he's continuing to get better as far as I'm concerned. He has a a great ceiling, a high ceiling uh, that he still has not achieved. So I think that Max Crosby, his better days are still in front of him, and that's really good, saying he has six sacks right now and leading the uh, league in pressures or close to leading the league in pressures. I mean, he's right up there. So he's doing some really good things. And, oh, by the way, he's improved his game as well by being able to stop the run, something that that was an Achilles heel in his game. So Crosby is A1. Now you look at Chandler Jones. Uh, I know I was pretty pumped up because of everything you said. When he was with the Patriots, fantastic. Cardinals, fantastic. So I thought, man, what a great addition for the Raiders to have a nice bookend. 
he hasn't been all that, right? And he only had, what, 47 snaps or 43 snaps he played the other day against right. the, the, the Texans on Sunday. I just feel like he doesn't quite have his legs under him, his burst under him. And you can see it in a limited capacity. You'll see him come out, look pretty sharp, and then all of a sudden look like he starts to slow down a little bit. He's been okay against the run. Uh, I think that the you know the jury's still out on him. He hasn't been what everyone expected him to be. I can tell you that for sure. And I'm, I'm anticipating them getting better, but – you know, I mean, he picked up five sacks last season in week one and then ended the whole season with ten. So a lot of people in Arizona believe that he was slowing down and it looks like right now with a half a sack on the season, maybe he is slowing down. Now, uh, Q, Q, this is a two-part question. Um, obviously, everyone's looking for like a franchise quarterback. I'm a, like I said, I'm a Derek Carr fan. Are the Raiders fan base now, they've rewarded and they've paid Derek Carr. I mean – you know, what are you getting paid? Uh, you look, Lamar Jackson's trying to get paid. But uh, right. the, the the first part of the question, uh, are they all sold on Derek Carr? Obviously, I, I think he is the future, but I want you to comment on that. And then what if the Ra- Raiders are truly relevant in Las Vegas? What does that mean to the community and the Raiders nation? That I'm talking about kind of like Kansas City-like with Pat Mahomes, that are right. the Bills, like that we are truly – Amongst the best of the best. 32 teams, we're in the top five. I mean, what would that mean to Las Vegas and the community and the Raiders Nation? Uh, comment on that and also about Derek Carr. Yeah, and I'll talk about the community and Raider Nation first. I mean, Las Vegas, you know, it's still new, and they're still learning about the Raiders. They're learning the, the history of the Raiders and what it means to, you know, be part of Raider Nation. And, look, they're showing up to the games. They're excited. They're loud. They're proud. Again, they're still learning the history. They're kind of learning how to be football fans as well, at least the ones that are, you know, residents here in Las Vegas. But I think that everyone's excited and they want to be fired up. They want to see this team do really well. That Week 18 game last year against the Chargers that punched their ticket to the playoffs, that was incredible. The atmosphere was just insane. And these fans here are great. You know, they're Vegas Golden Knights. They're, they were born here. So they're right. a big hockey fans. So they, they're a great fan base. And sports in general in Vegas is really blowing up. So this has been this has been fantastic. The Raiders have to do their part. they got to go out there and win. If they win, this fan base will be great. If, if they don't win here in town, there's too much to do in Las Vegas besides go sit there uh, on the strip for three hours, four hours, and watch a football game. Right? I mean, it's just – it, it really boils down to that. So uh, they're just waiting for this Raider team to explode. But as far as Derek Carr, the fan base is really split. And, you know, I mean, there's some fans that believe that he's the end-all, be-all, and he's going to lead them to the promised land. And there's others that say, look, there's been nine years of Derek Carr. What else do we need to see? Right? I mean, it's just, right. it's just that's kind of where it is. A lot of folks want to see a guy that's going to be more mobile and run around more like a Josh Allen does or, you know, even a Patrick Mahomes or, or guys like that. And that's not who Derek Carr is. So, uh, it's it's really until he gets it done, gets into the playoffs, makes a deep run, or even get up to the Super Bowl. There's going to be at least half the fan base that's going to be like, ah, I'm kind of done with Derek Carr. You know, uh, Q. It's and then you look at uh, a reflection. Also, uh, I think the head coach or the quarterback gets too much of the glory, get too much of the blame, and that comes to the territory. And then uh, you look at Josh McDaniels, and then uh, outstanding offensive coordinator. You look at uh, right here with the Saints and Dennis Allen, outstanding defensive coordinator. Now he was the head coach of the Raiders. Uh, McDaniels was with the Broncos, not so much. Then we all know he goes to the Patriots. But uh, do you think? When all said and done, that Josh McDaniels is the head coach with the Raiders and Dennis Allen, head coach with the Saints, that they both have success or neither one or maybe one out of the two? What is your take on Josh McDaniels and Dennis Allen? 
You know, honestly, I think both of these guys are going to be good head coaches. I, I really honestly don't believe Dennis Allen, when he was in Oakland as the Raiders head coach, uh, that was the first time he was the head coach. Right. I don't think he had an opportunity to even be a good coach. I mean, he didn't have very many tools to work with. I mean, he really wasn't given that much of a chance. The GM at the time, Reggie McKenzie, really stripped the roster down, trying to get the contracts back in whack and, and their salary cap does stabilized. So I don't think that Dennis Allen was ever really the guy. It's almost like he was hired to be uh, the fall guy, right? You know, he almost was, it almost was unfair. I felt really bad for Dennis Allen. I liked him coming from Denver as a defensive coordinator. I thought he was a a good guy. And I've seen what he's done in New Orleans as a defensive coordinator. Thought that he's done really well. Um, It's hard to replace Sean Payton, right? I mean, that's not easy to go and be (laughs) the guy following the guy. So uh, it's going to be some growing pains there. But I think Dennis Allen's going to be fine, man. I think he's going to be a really good head coach. Again, I like him. I have a lot of respect for him. And honestly, I feel the same way about Josh McDaniels. I think he's going to be – I was really excited about him uh, having an opportunity to be a head coach because from everything we've talked about with him, he's really learned. And it seems like he's really humble from his opportunity when he was the head coach of Denver and he thought he was Bill Belichick and it's my way or the highway and and I'm going to be that guy. I think he learned that, hey, there's only one Bill Belichick. I just have to be the best Josh McDaniels. And he's been very – you know, kind of open and honest with us as far as I'm concerned in, in media sessions. And, you know, he just – he seems like he's doing a lot of teaching and, and that he's very uh, player-friendly, but he's still stern. He's still got a head coach. He's not – you know, he's not going out there and just letting the players run all over him. He's still stern about what he wants done. But I just think that he understands the players a lot better than he did when he was in Denver. So, uh, we'll see how it shakes out. I mean, some guys are just really great coordinators and not good head coaches. I think both these guys are going to be really good head coaches when it's all said and done. Your boy Q locked on Raiders. Before the Raiders arrived in Las Vegas and then they built that magnificent stadium, was there ever conversation about, because Vegas being a destination city, that maybe the Raiders wouldn't have a true home field advantage? Has that played out too? Oh, yeah. No, that conversation goes on still, right? Every single game, every time I tweet out a picture of, uh, you know, the field or the, you know, right before from the from the press box, it's like, well, there's a lot of orange jerseys. Well, there's a lot of red jerseys. Well, there's a lot of blue jerseys. I mean, man, I'll tell you, like clockwork, you're going to get everyone to tell you uh, how the Raiders don't have a home field advantage. And, wow, it sounds loud on TV for the other team. Look, that's the bottom line. It's Vegas. It is a destination location. People are going to want to come here and see a game, see their favorite team, and, oh, by the way, spend three days in Vegas. They're just going to want to do that, and especially while the stadium's still brand new and they haven't been there, they're going to want to come. But what I keep telling everyone that will listen, and most people don't want to listen, but if the Raiders do their, do their job, win games, keep, keep home field advantage, win their games at home, guess what? Fans going to go to the games. They're going to expect their team to lose because the Raiders are that good at home. So far, they haven't been dominant at home. They have to do that. That's on them to create that home field advantage. The fans will be there if they go and win games. They've got to go out there and win a lot of games. Yeah, you know, Q, whether you're in Vegas or you're in New Orleans, a destination, right. a city, uh, if the home team is kicking ass, no, you can still have the, yep. the home field advantage. I don't care if the Steelers are coming to town or the Cheeseheads. Or the yep. cow, cow girls, <laughs> whatever it might be. No, now if you if if Las Vegas, that being the Raiders or the Saints in New Orleans, is not winning, know that all of a sudden you get like the the Bills Mafia coming right. in, like they did last year. So no, you have to listen. You have to plant the flag and truly mm-hmm. take over home field advantage, whether you're the Raiders or the Saints, because you want to go. 
Listen, oh, look, look who we playing. Oh, I want to go to Las Vegas or I want to go right. to New Orleans. I mean, yep. who, who in the hell wants to go on the road and hang out in Buffalo? I, I can eat wings <laughs> in my hometown. I mean, or who wants to go to Cleveland? I go to Rock and Roll uh, Museum or uh, whatever. Right. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I look at uh, that's the one negative if your team's not having success because uh, what, what, people want to go to New Orleans or Las Vegas. Uh, whether whether yeah. it's football season or not. Exactly. I agree 100%. New Orleans, I tell everyone, I've only been there like twice, is my favorite city. <laughs> outside, yeah. outside of where I live right now, it's my yeah. favorite city because, yeah. it's, I mean, it is. It's a great place to go. I love I love going to New Orleans. But, you know, it's just, and that's how people feel about Vegas, you know. So that's the bottom line. If you go and you're winning games, you'll create your home field advantage. But you've got to – it's your responsibility. Go out there and win games and, yep. and let it be known. You come here – you're not winning. So if you're going to spend your money to see your favorite team play here, you're going to you're going to lose your money just like you would in a slot machine. Amen. Your boy Q, thanks so much for the time. All right, no Q. Problem. Appreciate you guys having me on. For all things Las Vegas Raiders, subscribe to Locked On Raiders on the Odyssey app, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is sports talk so, so here. So, Chris, as we go on the break, you think we're going to win? Uh, well, it's like a point point. That's like pick them. I told you. I did it Tuesday, yesterday. I'm not picking the Saints. Christian, don't be hating. Uh, they burned oh. me. They, they, they burned burn me. Oh, I'm like, man, we got to win. We, we got to win. win and actually win. I don't know. We'll to see. me, that's like flip a coin. I don't know. It's good. But, but that's what makes it so interesting because it is truly a pick them type game. A point, point and a half, I think, go either way. He's Bobby. I'm Christian. What are the odds are next here on Sports Talk on WWL? Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.